0: to ScanTalk by GS1 Ireland, the stories, the people and the standards transforming our daily lives. My name is Fanil Malone, Digital Marketing Manager at GS1 Ireland. And today on the programme, I'm joined by Peter Timlin of Pure Clothing. So welcome to the show, Peter.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You're very welcome, um, Peter. You've been on an incredible journey in the last year with Pure Clothing. Um, for anyone who doesn't know Pure Clothing, do you want to tell us a little bit about about the company?
1: Yeah, so Pure Clothing is a sustainable online clothing retailer based here in the west of Ireland. So we set up in May 2020, just at the start of that dreaded first lockdown. Oh, um, awesome. I suppose we had been building up with the idea for a long time, but I, I guess when we got the time um, that was afforded to us, then we really started to, to go after the idea. Um, it's always an area that we've been passionate about. My father would have owned a, a drapery business here in my hometown in Balna. Okay, um, so it
0: was in the genes
1: then. Exactly, yeah. For, for 64 years, he um, his father before him and himself traded on Pier Street here, uh, with, always ha- had a huge onus put on quality and ethics of the stuff that was being sold now unfortunately in 2017 just due to the impact of uh, fast fashion and unethically made substitutes that was forced to close which was always sort of um a, a bit of a sickener for me to, yeah. to see happen so that's that's inspired me through, through everything that I do um, since. so that's kind of where the idea stemmed from I suppose
0: wow and when you say we it's yourself and your your business yeah. partner isn't it doing it together
1: Exactly. Yeah. I co-founded the business with Richard Grimes. He's my um, co-founder. We've been working together since 2016. So we started out in our journey in transition year uh, of secondary school when we took part in the F1 in Schools competition. So that's the largest STEM competition uh, globally available to students. And we finished eighth at the world finals of that over in Malaysia, uh, in Kuala Lumpur, which was an amazing oh, experience to get
0: yeah so you guys were were in the same same class in school was it?
1: yeah secondary school we just um seemed to work well together uh just as part of that project we had a lot to do with raising fifty thousand euro in sponsorship and giving return on investment to sponsors uh just as two 16 year olds so it was great exposure to the i suppose the world of enterprise and i think we just seemed to work well together so Um,
0: And when you entered that competition, was it, did you enter with like a a clothing type business or was it something else that you got started with?
1: No. So it's the Formula One in Schools competition. So it involves designing racing and creating a miniature Formula One car. Um, So you have to operate then as a professional enterprise on the other side of that. So, like I said, to be able to go to Malaysia uh, with our scale model and all the materials that that requires, Uh, as well as travel expenses and everything with it. It was all in, I think, 50,000 euros that we had to raise just through um, sponsorship. So we had to run events like we broke a world record for the largest human car image to be able to just gather that sponsorship to be able to do it. Um, And we learned a lot of skills like video editing and uh, social media marketing and different things like that. that. That gave us the foundation for our first business, which was Itigo Marketing. So that's the first venture that me and Richard had together. Okay. Uh, it was a digital marketing agency that we ran here in Balna uh, trying to support smaller local retailers with the online environment that uh, I suppose a lot of the multinationals will be able to uh, uh, employ someone full-time. But so yeah. that's kind of what we did there.
0: And and such an important area and something that so many small businesses need a bit of help with. Um, Definitely. So you you set up that original business and then you obviously moved on to the, to the world of apparel straight at the start of lockdown so how, how did that go about or how did you get started there
1: yeah we i suppose we just put ourselves out there at the beginning and um, we launched on tiktok uh not really knowing what to expect yeah obviously we had picked up a lot of skills that supported that so um it's a video pl- platform and we had done a lot of work with video editing and video production so uh we thought that and um, it was a, a relatively new platform at the time and we thought that we would leverage whatever skills we had to try and maybe um garner a bit of traction behind it and, and track the, the business process from start to finish. So when we set out on TikTok, we had absolutely nothing in place. We were we were just saying um the way we messaged it was here we are, we're going to try and set up a s fully sustainable uh clothing brand, be as eco friendly as possible in everything that we do. Mm. And, see, and see how we go. So people really bought into that journey. Uh, I think it was really authentic for people to be able to get behind and, and transparency is something that people really appreciate these days. So, um,
0: And I think people love that, that kind of storytelling element of, you know, just really getting to understand the, the people behind these brands and, and the story behind them as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, storytelling is a really important part of any business now that's trying to start off. I think um, without that, why you're really yeah. on the back straight away it's all about uh, why you're doing what you're doing here more so than uh, what you're doing so um i think our intentions were clear from the start that even moving forward we do we run a lot of initiatives outside of the the business end of things so we we planted a thousand trees last last april and we we try and do a lot like we do, do a lot of beach cleanups and community cleanups and we sponsor a lot of biodiversity projects locally as well so um it's always been our ethos to, to try and be as uh, eco-friendly as possible and that's going to uh, i suppose expand beyond the, the products that we sell
0: yeah absolutely and i think like i know one of our other members has said to me before and it all stuck in my head like if you're not thinking about sustainability people aren't thinking about you so it's a yeah. really important um, thing for for all small businesses to 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 be thinking about so you started off this. It's a luxury um, clothing brand. So what what do you guys make? Is it?
1: Yeah. So we sell. Um, I suppose our best sellers would be hoodies, sweatshirts. We also sell uh, tracks, of bottoms, t-shirts, tote bags as well. So all the materials that we use are organic or recycled. So um, our hoodies, for instance, are made of eighty-five uh, percent organic organic cotton. Mm. Now, yeah, the cotton itself is 100% organic, but it, it, the, the composition is 85% organic cotton and then mm-hmm. 15% recycled polyester. Mm-hmm. Uh, we embroider our products in a wind-powered unit here in County Mayo as well. And we so, we get our uh, recycled polyester labels sewn on with an organic cotton thread locally as well. Um, so we do a lot of processing here where, where we're from. And then we ship our products in completely plastic-free packaging uh, our boxes are made of post-consumer waste and we use recycled tissue paper and we also include a sheet of seed paper with every order so that has our product information on it and that can be planted after you're done with it to grow wildflower which we right, think
0: so you really you've really thought about every single aspect <laughs> of this
1: <laughs> yeah that's that we that's i suppose the crown and jewel of our packaging but yeah uh, yeah it's like we like i said we just said every single aspect from the outset of what we were trying to do would have to be thought through and there could be no uh, stone unturned I suppose in trying to achieve our, our ethos of uh, fully full sustainability.
0: Yeah. And you you said there that you launched the the brand on TikTok and I think TikTok is something that, you know, it's obviously well, it's new in terms of business, I guess. Like a lot of our members wouldn't yet have a TikTok, I've noticed. But it's definitely something like that is becoming more and more important, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the organic reach that you can get there is just astronomical, really. Yeah,
0: it's much better than anything you get on any other of the older older platforms, isn't it?
1: Definitely, definitely. I think it nourishes creativity as well and which is something i i've always loved uh, and i know richard is the same that um you have a wacky idea and and tiktok generally tends to, to support those so yeah um, no i think like 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 we were saying organic the organic reach that you can get shouldn't be underestimated and um, there's just so much that you could run on tiktok that that and um, will garner a lot of attention and i think it should be part of every business's um, mindset going forward that and um, if you can capture some of some of that audience um, and it's really personable um, engagement that, that goes well there. So I think um, for the modern day consumer, it really works.
0: And you guys have had lots of videos that have been super successful. I've noticed like really, really big views on them, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, I think some of our best performing videos have just been us putting ourselves out there as two young Irish lads trying to, and maybe make a bit of a difference in the fashion industry which and people just really seem to support that And I think a lot of Irish people are great for just um backing to people who are have put themselves out there Mm. Um, and that's I think one of our videos yeah got got up on 800,000 views uh where we just sort of gave an overview of our business and and what we were trying to achieve and people really seem to get behind that which was really inspiring to see so yeah yeah.
0: it's brilliant And, and like you said it's you know would be very difficult to get that kind of reach on any other platform um, at the moment anyway in for 2021. Sure. Um, you have had amazing success recently with Pitch 21. Do you want to tell us a little bit about about that program?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, funny. We entered the Pitch 21 initiative and we entered the Enterprise Ireland Student Entrepreneur Awards as well. And, um, so I think it was our exam. It was both of our exam week. We're both still students. So um, I think it was a Wednesday um, that we were looking through our spam folder and we came across an email to say we were in the shortlist for the Enterprise Ireland Student Entrepreneur Competition. That Congratulations. That's amazing. So that was a 10-page business plan that we had to turn over <laughs> for that Friday. And then I had an accounting exam the next day on the Thursday and Richard had an exam on the Friday. So we had the ten-page business plan and the pitch twenty-one submission due on the Friday, so it was just, I suppose, typical of uh, probably
0: a lot of uh, late nights. Oh yeah, in that, in that week, yeah. That
1: a, that and you're tiring. both
0: you're both still in college, is it?
1: Yeah, so I'm studying um, marketing, innovation, and technology in DCU, and Richard is studying aeronautical engineering down in the University of Limerick. So
0: okay, and how do you find balancing running a business? like pure clothing and attending college at the same time
1: and um, definitely proved difficult last year and um, I, I suppose both of us wouldn't be people who would be able to be involved in something and not give it 100% so it was kind of like trying to give both things 100% it was hard to take a backseat seat with either so uh, yeah there was definitely a lot of I suppose, stressful evenings and trying to get assignments done while trying to get videos done and um, I suppose it was a bit of a whirlwind now I'm full I'm doing my full placement year with the business this year, so I'm really happy to be able to to commit full-time. And so it it makes life a lot easier, but yeah, a bit hectic at times.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure. And for anyone who doesn't know about Pitch 21, do you want to explain um, what it is? Yeah,
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I suppose, first and foremost, we got sent sent the, the initiative by a few people. Uh, that Brown uh, Brown Thomas Arnett's were taking on five new Irish brands uh, mm-hmm. so that's what the initiative is all about supporting uh, young Irish brands so we said we'd take a stab and submitted our video we didn't really know what to expect with it and um, thankfully that got through and we got through to a live pitch in Arnett's on Henry Street so that was our first live pitch I suppose since we were in transition year nearly um, yeah. which was daunting I suppose the Zoom stuff you can you can have uh, your nose out in front of you and, and no one will pay <laughs> yeah. pay much heed.
0: The yeah,
1: yeah like there's nothing to fall back on. You're you're out in the open, there's no yeah. So that was that was an amazing experience. We got up there to to pitch in front of three of the judges. and um, again, weren't sure how we got on, is it it's hard hard to tell, but thankfully a couple of weeks later we got the call to say that we'd be included in the pit in their Christmas edit in November, December. So we're going to be stocked in store on, and online um, with arnets which is
0: brilliant. it's such an uh, incredible opportunity, and I believe it's the first time that arnets have, have have had an initiative like that.
1: Yeah, I think Brown Thomas run something similar with their Create initiative, but mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware, yeah, it's it, it's brilliant to be to see the support that they're offering. And um, there is the the overall winner will be announced in January. They have an opportunity of winning a uh, ten thousand euro uh, business development fund, which is huge support to be to be offering so and um, oh we're absolutely thrilled to be involved in that and I suppose that's that's where we saw the necessity to get our barcoding system um a bit better and a bit um more 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 sleek I suppose.
0: Yeah. So that was the kind of impetus to become a member of G S one was the getting yeah in arnets Yeah. And how did you exactly. find the process? Did you know anything about barcodes before you <laughs> that's about doing
1: it <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't oh, an ocean hadn't an ocean no um,
0: people tend just it, until you have you know have to get them people don't tend to know what, what the story is with them yeah. exactly
1: it took a while I think yeah once we did get into it it became very clear that it wasn't something we'd be doing ourselves and try, trying to attack it that way it became yeah. clear that we would need a, I suppose a service like GS1 and, and the support that's offered there to be able to to implement it properly and, and professionally so yeah yeah just i suppose definitely seems like the most user-friendly option that we could find and it just seems like everything is um very efficiently ran and like i said the, the support that we got off the customer service team was excellent as well so like you said it's a it's a tough space to navigate if you don't really know what you your doing and yeah I it's something
0: definitely know about and it's great to hear that you that you um found it an easy process yeah yeah uh, to, to get started um you have a number of um sustainability initiatives and i know you mentioned the the beach cleaning and planting trees um and i noticed on your tiktok account that you also have an initiative called um restore with pure do you want to tell us a bit more about about
1: that yeah definitely I think from the outset of, of what we were doing um, we knew that circular economies would be the the most effective solution in making fashion more sustainable so um our our products being high quality is really important to us so that they're kept in the best nick for as long as possible because at the end of the day we're just trying to keep stuff out of the landfill and um, but having high quality products just wasn't enough for us we, we felt like we should be doing more to try and keep our products in in use for longer. So we set up the Restore Pure initiative in collaboration with the Balna Costume Company. So it allows any Pure customer to return a product of ours that is damaged or at the end of its life cycle Mm. uh, for a free repair or upcycle. So um, if, for instance, if you spill a bit of bleach on your hoodie, that you could send it back to us and we'd upcycle it into something like a tote bag. And then maybe if we left over material, we can make something like a pencil case as well. And different things like that and um, obviously personally i wouldn't have the capacity to be able to do that mm-hmm. but um yeah we work with the Banat costume company who are a very skilled team of um garment specialists who are, are able to look after that end of things. so like i said uh, we feel like it's just right to have the service free as well so any of our customers who have any issue with their product that that we'd be able to work something to, to keep it in use rather than see it end up in a, in a landfill
0: it's so, uh, absolutely uh, brilliant idea, and this whole kind of idea of circular economy is something that's we're going to be seeing more and more of. I think as time yeah. goes on. And um,
1: I think just finish. on, just on the whole uh, garment care thing, I think we're, we're we've sort of become aware that it might be really important for people to maybe learn how to look after clothes. And um, I know that's kind of something that's gone out of society these days. That I was even thinking watching the. The, the workers just upcycling these products that, Jesus, it should be something that I should be able to do. Maybe a skill that I learn in TY or something like that. So that's also something that we're looking at, maybe trying to um, push more um, initiatives that support teaching people how to look after their clothes. Because I wouldn't even be able to sew, I wouldn't have been able to sew a button onto a shirt at yeah. the beginning. So that's, I think that's why a lot of stuff gets thrown out. So I think that is an area that we're going to focus on as well moving forward. Maybe run an education around how people can um, learn these skills and, and how important they can be to keeping stuff in circulation.
0: That's a great idea, yeah. and it's something that's changed. I think in just this generation, like like say my parents' generation would have always repaired things, and uh, you know, been darning socks even or whatever. For but sure, yeah. Nowadays, if you get something, get a hole in something, it's straight into the
1: That's it. And I think a lot to do with that as well might be the the value of the fast fashion products. Where If you rip something that's two euro, you can just buy a new one rather than it literally cost you less to buy a new one than to to fix an old one. But I think that's an area that we're really inspired to try and change attitudes there that um, actually for, for, for just the general good of the environment, it's just so much better to actually try and try and keep stuff in use.
0: Absolutely, and it, like fast fashion is one of the biggest polluters, isn't it? In 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 terms of,
1: um, yeah, it's the second highest pollutant industry in uh, in the world. Yeah. yeah, I think in I'd say Ireland's certainly no exception to that as well because um, I think every five minutes there's three tons of clothing dumped into a landfill in Ireland, which is an astonishing figure, really. Uh, so. I think, yeah, it's definitely an area that uh, as an Irish society, we can improve and um, just keep learning about how we can try and try and counteract that.
0: And it's great to hear as well that like by, you know, doing this restore with pure um, initiative that you're actually supporting another Irish business in the, in the Ballina costume company. Um, yeah. Which is brilliant. Like to have that kind of uh, snowball effect.
1: For sure. The, yeah. We try and support and but yeah, supporting local wherever we can is really important to us. And um, we've been involved in the community for 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 many years with different businesses trying to support them. With like like I said, we worked with nearly over twenty businesses on their their social media marketing and their their online marketing. Mm-hmm. So we'd have st- a lot of strong relationships with businesses locally, and we understand the importance. Maybe instead of going online to buy something, to pop it down to your local retailer, maybe your local sports shop or or wherever, maybe to try and try and give them the business because keeping money locally and keeping jobs locally is really important.
0: Really important. Yeah. And it's amazing. You know, they I think it was recently, they were saying that like 10 euros spent in your local economy is worth 40 euros. And oh. like it, 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 snowballs, I guess. For sure. Um, Peter, you've, you've, Pure Clothing has recently won. um Is it a business spirit award that you won?
1: Yeah. So and um, the business spirit award we won uh, for best project in natural environment so that's a competition that just focuses all about responsible innovation and um, it was an initiative we took part in I think last November time uh, which we were really we were really pr- that's probably our proudest achievement to, to get our our efforts in sustainability acknowledged more so than it than any anything else that we've gotten just because it, it's what we're all about um without our mission we're we're not we're nothing really we're just uh, I suppose a closed business so we really believe in what we're trying to do and just to get the, the acknowledgement that we're, we're going in the right direction was great um, but there was a lot of great um, eco-businesses there I think Jiminy Toy was another one who makes uh, mm-hmm. eco-friendly mm-hmm. toys for, for children which is, there's just these ideas are incredible and it's great to see so many social enterprises coming through and that are, that are looking to to build a, a more sustainable future
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you see it more and more, thankfully. Um, so you, you've had this incredible year. You started in May 2020. And I mean, you've, you've had an amazing year in terms of getting stocked at Arnets, winning awards, all these sustainability initiatives. At the same time, you're going to college.
1: <laughs>
0: all of this is going on. What advice would you have for another maybe young person wanting to start out on a, on a business journey? and um, with the experience that you've had so far what, what advice would you have for them
1: yeah I think jumping at any opportunity that comes your way is is really important so if you have an idea it's a bit cliche but just do it like mm-hmm. it could well be the worst thing that you've ever done and you might might completely fail but they're all building blocks for when the time comes that you have maybe a really strong idea that you have built up skills that will benefit you in trying to get that off the ground so um from as young an age as possible uh, I I would definitely encourage people to maybe try their hand at their own side hobby business uh just start youtube and different skills and different things that will connect with that and try and uh, upskill in that way and then like i said our, our, i suppose our first business clearly didn't didn't um get off the ground per se but it just gave us all the skills that we needed. That when when the opportunity came with a really strong idea and a really strong ethos behind the business, that we had the skills built up through through all our work through the years to be able to to implement it. So any sort of enterprise um, based activities that you could be doing, uh, if you have any interest in setting up a business at some stage, I would definitely encourage just to to jump at the opportunity because um, just the skills that you pick up will definitely come into into use, and it could be when you're 25 that you get that right idea or you could be you could be 50 it doesn't matter as long as you're you right. built, built, built the building blocks I I think um, you, you'll get there eventually and
0: they say don't they say fail early and fail forward
1: oh definitely that's <laughs> that's a great line yeah for sure yeah one that we definitely believe in because um I don't think starting out no one knows what they're doing but if you have a little bit of experience fall back on with with different things that you've done before makes it makes all the difference
0: absolutely absolutely and um peter if you have if anyone wants to um you know find out find out more about pure clothing or buy pure clothing products or follow you on social media how can they get in touch
1: yeah so our website has has a lot of our information there it's www.pureclothing.ie uh terms of social media then on instagram we are our handle is pureclothing.ie and on tiktoks it's pr.productions and but i think if you search for pure clothing you should get it that way as well and so that's probably the three areas we'd be most active and Mm and where you can find out the most about us and then november time hopefully might see us in iron it's
0: absolutely absolutely <laughs> hoodies and tracksuit bottoms and and the stuff looks so cozy like even on the pictures it looks so the your the the hoodies and stuff they just look so cozy and warm and lovely
1: yeah we're happy with with i uh i suppose the response that we've gotten to our products on our trust pilot as well so if you want to um see for yourself just some of, the, some of the customer reactions to to our stuff and what people think that you can get that on our trust pilot but yeah, the comfortability is a big one for hoodies. We just wanted them to be big and warm. <laughs> and Especially in Irish to... weather. Yeah, exactly. They have to have that soft um, feel. So uh, that's something that we seem to have gotten right, which is great. Um, so that's positive feedback that we've gotten. So hopefully, if you, if anyone does end up buying that, they, they they feel the same way.
0: Brilliant. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Peter.
1: No, thanks a million for having yeah. me. It was great. Uh, great best
0: chat. of luck with the next next year, wherever Pure Clothing takes you.
1: Exactly. We'll see. Thanks a million.